Cunnington, and this is Havilah's Podcast. I'm excited that you're tuning in today. You know, this podcast was created by Truth to Table so I could have a place to share my heart, biblical truth, simple lifestyle leadership, as well as just connect with my table community, my table tribe. So I hope that you'll spend a few minutes with me as we jump in to whatever God has put on my heart this week. And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and he wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. Automation, one of my most favorite topics, something I've been studying for the last year, and it is eye-opening. Today, we're going to talk about automating the small stuff, and we're still jumping into the How to Have a Good Day with Carolyn Webb. Uh, What's so fascinating is I started listening to podcasts about this topic, and what I learned was your brain capacity cannot change, meaning your IQ, what you have, and um, kind of all the information that you hold onto is limited. In fact, researchers believe we only hold about two to three pages of information that it's readily available. The rest gets stored back, not in the frontal lobe, but in the very back in your long-term memory. And so what's very important is to realize that often when we feel like we can't keep up or we can't remember another thing, that's absolutely true. You can't. Your brain can only hold on to so much. And so what they found was that it wasn't about studying more or memorizing more. What was really important was one of the best ways to store memory was to put it into a habit. Habits direct you into automatic behavior. And that behavior allows you to do more because it's stored in your long-term memory and it's automated. So this is very interesting. When it comes to being more productive and growing with intentional living and boundaries, automating things allow us to get more done and allows us to be healthier. So this is very interesting. It kind of in this section talks a lot about how um, you can suffer from fatigue, but there's something called decision fatigue. Now, this is interesting. A couple, about a year ago, I remember I was going to work and I would go in on Tuesday to Moral Revolution offices. And when I would go into the office, I would feel energetic. I was like in my work pants and I'm excited and I I feel ready to go. And I found that about two or three in the afternoon, I would be hit with extreme exhaustion. I mean, I just felt like all I want to do is lay down. And I would, um, pretty soon my PA would say, well, what about this and what about that? And I would say, I, I honestly, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it next, next time we meet. And when I would get home, I, uh, it took me about 30, 40 minutes and I would bounce back to be myself. And I, I didn't understand what was happening until I read this section of the book. And what came, became very clear was I was experiencing decision fatigue. And what that means is that when you're making decisions over and over in a quick place, you know, in a, in a short period of time, you actually wear out your um, deliberate system. It's interesting. It says decisions make, decision-making is tiring to your brain's deliberate system. Whether the stakes are big or small, without realizing it, um, you can use a fair portion of your mental energy on the day's minor choices. And so what was happening is we would save all of our major decisions with events and publishing and marketing and vacation and all of that to that one, you know, four or five hour day. And I would just have to make decision after decision. And pretty soon I was exhausted. Well, on top of that, what they rec- what they um, realized was that even just small decisions can wear us out. 
In fact, they, they did this one example of uh, when someone calls you and it's an unidentified number and you kind of panic, like, uh, should I pick it up? Should I not? And you sit there and you debate. And what, they're, what, they, what they found was that that uses valuable energy on something that doesn't need to be that that, that much space, that much energy. Uh, another thing that they talked about was President Barack Obama, he decided that he would only wear gray suits and um, gray and blue suits. And so he said, or he said, I, I just decided I'd only wear those two colors because it automated and I could use my other decision-making for more important things. There's a lot of different guys. Steve Jobs wore the black turtleneck and there's different people that wear the same color all the time. And it's not that they're not creative enough to pick out their own wardrobe or that they don't know what they're doing. In fact, what they've done is they've automated basic things so that they can use their brain energy for other things. Um, this is very important. It's rules. When uh, They said it's very important, like daily routine, when you brush your teeth, what you eat. I remember someone once saying that Jennifer Aniston and ate the same exact salad on the on the set of Friends, her entire seasons of Friends. And they said she ate the exact same thing. Well, we could say, well, that's how she stayed thin. But what I think is that she probably did it because she didn't want to have to think about what she was going to eat every single day. Very important. Are there things that you can do every single day that would automate and allow you to not have to consider what you're going to do? Instead of going to the coffee shop every day and thinking, hmm, what do I want to drink? I just have my basic drink. What about your lunch? What about when you brush your teeth? What about when you exercise? How much are you automating it so you're not even trying to decide if you're going to do it or how you're going to do it, but this is when you do it and it's done and it's simple. Uh, one thing we do is... Um, Recently, our kids fight over what seat they're going to sit in because somehow it's always drama. And so I just decided, you know what? We're going to have days where this is the days of the week you're going to sit here and the days of the week you're going to sit here. So I don't have to think about it anymore. I don't need to sit and negotiate and navigate where everyone's going to sit. Everyone knows where they're going to sit and it's done. Just like the media aspect. We don't do media during the week. Then I don't have to use my brain energy thinking, well, did you watch that for an hour and how much media have you been on? I don't have to think about it. It's automated. It's over. Very important. Are there things that we're overthinking that's draining us? You know, even our perfectionism can cause us to think this is the perfect way to do it versus this is good enough and it saves us our energy. So this is what they tell us to ask ourselves. Could you decide to do something at the same time or in the same way each day? You know, when I travel, I usually pick the same suitcase. I have my same little routine of how I pack up everything. And I usually wear the same exact outfits. I kind of rotate them on the road. Um, another thing I do is I know when I'm going to check my messages or when I'm, gonna, um, when I'm going to write. And I have this kind of automated system that allows me to do it the exact same time every single day. And it, it, I don't have to think about it. Another question is, could you set yourself a simple response rule to reduce the amount of time you spend deciding how to react to common, low, important situations? So here's one thing. Um, when we make decisions, we put everything. I had, We used to do this. My PA would call us and she would, what about this? And what about this? And can we decide this today? And I said, could we just put everything on an agenda? And when we meet that one time a week, everything is on the agenda, unless it's detrimental to whatever thing is happening. Let's just do it all in one place. 
Well, then I can always add it too. Another thing my husband and I do is we save it for a certain time to sit down and talk about on a date night. Here's when we're gonna talk about that on a date night. And so we just automate it versus always. Uh, another rule is I don't respond to my these messages or I don't, I don't pick up the phone past this time. And that just allows that automation to, to give space to my world. Um, I don't come in the office on this day. That's what I do. I don't do it and that's it. So very clear. So uh, consider what rules you can do so that you're not always wondering. You know, somebody says, well, can you do this? I already have my rules. I don't volunteer. Another thing is I don't teach those classes in the beginning of the, in the fall season. I only teach them in January and through, through the spring. So what are your everyday rules? I don't go away on a vacation. Or I don't plan a family trip during these three months. I only plan it during this month. And that allows you to just automate it. So when you get that little reminder that says, what about this? You go, oh, I don't even plan it during that month. It's out. And you just automate things. So that's the big question. What can you automate this week that will allow things to go smooth? What are little rules you can use that that won't use your brain power to make the decisions. And um, if you kind of set up those boundaries like we talked about last week, it'll actually keep it a little easier. So when you say, I don't do this, guess what? Then whenever the option comes, you go, oh, I just, I don't do that. And it keeps it really, really simple. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God was trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you next time. Oh,